Welcome to the Fit Chicks Chat Podcast, where we talk all things fitness, nutrition, and wellness for women to help you live your healthiest and fiercest life inside and out. And now, your hosts, Laura Jackson and Amanda Quinn. Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's episode of Fit Chicks Chat. My name is Laura Jackson. And I'm Amanda Quinn. And on today's episode, we are talking about mornings. Good morning. (laughs) Mornings. No, this is actually something that um, I think is super important. And for some reason, I've had a lot of resistance over the years to the idea of a morning routine. Um, Probably because I just hate the word routine. But (laughs) any entrepreneur, anyway, it's like, what do you mean you have a routine? Um, But yeah, we're going to talk about the three things that you must do and the three things you must not do every morning to set yourself up for success. So morning routines are like, if you study any success books, any successful person in history, they all pretty much have a very strict morning routine, which I find so fascinating. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's like, it's been proven amongst, I mean, everybody from Tony Robbins, Bill Gates, like, Dean Graziosi, like anyone who's in the self-help space, a hundred percent, Steve Jobs, like people who are not even just self-help, just like anyone who's really like, uh, Ariana Huffington, like everybody. Yeah. Like they all have very specific routines that they follow and, and primarily in the morning. And the reason is, is because if you can own your morning, you can own your day. And this has been shown and it's so crazy because there's so many people out there who like And again, for anyone who's successful, people who are successful, the things that they do that are different, of course, is they are intentional. Mm -hmm. Everything that they do has an intent. They don't just do stuff for the sake of doing it. And they don't let other things run their, run their, run their day. So that of course starts in the morning. So if you can set yourself up for foundational success in the morning, then it's going to translate through to everything else. And if you've never had a morning routine in your life, guys, and you might be like, wah, wah, like I see, (laughs) literally try it for a week and it will change you. It will change (laughs) you. Yeah. Um, and we also, we did a, we did a podcast a while back about success habits and it was just talking about how, because we also have the most motivation in the morning we have the most like willpower. And of course, like our mind is not suddenly inundated with 85 other things that we actually, that's when we end up getting the most stuff done. Yeah. Well, I think too, I mean, for a lot of people, morning routines come into play because it's like, it's your time that you know that you can kind of like control, right? Because like, like for me, it's like, I know that if I get up before everybody else in the house, I can get things done because I'm not worried about them like fixing Maddie's hair or making breakfast or doing any of those things like that I have to do from a mom perspective. And then I don't have emails coming in or if I do, I haven't checked them yet. So I don't really, I'm not focused on them. Cause I know for me, uh, my morning, my day will get completely destroyed if I wake up and I check my email. Because if I wake up and I check my email, I then get sucked into that vortex of like, I've got to do, I'm like in email mode. And then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, well, I'll just answer this one. I'll answer this one. I'll answer this one. And then it's So let's start off with that then. So on our list, we're going to kind of go between our do's and don'ts. So number one, you just said it, the number one, number one of not to do in the morning is wake up and check your email. Yeah. So many people do this and it's actually, well, it's kind of one and two. They check their email or they check social media before they've even gotten out of bed. 
I'm, I'm totally though. I'm totally bad for that. Like I've been trying to break it and I broke it for a while and then I went back to it. So I have to get back out of it yeah, again. You it's like, to. it's like this, no, but like, it's like this weird wave, right? Like that I went through, like I was like so good with my routine of like not checking anything, not even picking up my phone, like literally just leaving it in my room and then going to do my morning stuff and then coming back later and getting it. And then like starting my day after yeah. breakfast. But I got into this really bad habit again, like probably in about the past month where I like grab it. And the first thing I do is like open up email and I'm like, Oh my God. And I know in my brain, I'm like, why am I doing this? But it's like this weird habit that I just have to get back into my old habit, but it's so bad. Yeah, that's been one thing I actually have been really good. I've never been someone who wakes up and touches my phone right away. Yeah. Like in terms of email or social media or like anything, I just literally have the first thing I want to do when I get up is I want to make my coffee and brush my teeth. That's like my first thing that I'm like, yeah, but I usually like lay in bed for, see, this is my thing is I usually just lay in bed, like kind of like coming to, and I'll just grab it and like, just start. And I think that that's a lot of people, right. Is like, they just kind of lay there. I know Dave, like my husband, he does it too. Like he'll just lay in bed and he just checks his email and stuff like that. Like his is different because it's not work related stuff, but like still he'll just lay there and he picks up his phone and check stuff. And I was like, but it, this is where it's a bad habit. No, and it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it's work related or non related. When I was watching a video recently with Brendan Burchard, and he was talking about this, and he was like, "Because these are the people who are living lives through somebody else's life. So if you want to own your life and own mm -hmm. your day and own your success." you cannot be looking at what other people are doing. Don't even be worried. Oh no, about I don't worry about social media. No, no, but even social media, even email, like it sets your tone for the day because your, your day is not about you anymore and what your intention is because as soon as other people have infiltrated your thoughts, and he also gave a very good explanation for email. He's like, email is just an organizational system for people trying to get like, to get things done. It's not, people have this emotional attachment to like, Oh my God, my email, my email, my email. Like really it's just like, it's just a communication system yeah. where like, but, and most of it's really inefficient. Most of it's really yeah. unnecessary. Like there's oh so gosh, many times like when you see the back and forth emails that are like 27 emails back and forth and all this and you're like, Oh my gosh, it could have just been like a one minute phone call or a video <laughs> you yeah. loom or like, yeah. you, like something that's just so like, it just really should be so instructional. But I just, I like that though. Cause he's like, as soon as you're into, as soon as you step out of your space and you are inviting other people into it, you are then stepping out of control for your day. Like it starts off even like that. And with social media for a lot of people too, it's because the other thing that's worrisome as well is that our subconscious is the most open right before we go to bed and first thing in the morning. Right. So when you are in that space, you are also the most open to changing yourself and also like changing positive habits, changing your mindset, reprogramming false beliefs that you could have about yourself because your mind, that's when you were the most open. But as you think about it, you're laying in bed and as soon as your mind is in that very vulnerable, almost like a baby state, you are infiltrating it with like social media posts or emails that are like putting you into a negative space. You know what I mean? Like, so yeah. it's so, I don't know. I was like, that's something that I've never really done because also my brain is like foggy and I don't even want to like, I love sleeping so much. Like I love sleeping more than life. Like no, you know that like, I do too. Favorite, I'm like three favorite things to do. I'm like one of them is literally sleeping. Uh, before I go to bed, I say to Graham, I'm like, oh, it's my favorite time of the day. <laughs> go to bed. I'm like, I yeah. love it. Yeah. No, it's so amazing. I'm the same. I love. So sleep. that's that got that's interesting. That's an interesting thing about Brandon Bichard, though. Like, and I can totally see that because I I notice the difference in my day when I wake up and I follow my routine versus when I fall back into this victim. This like not victim. This 
bad habit state, which is what yeah. I'm in right now. I notice a huge difference in my state of being like overall throughout my totally. day. I'm always like a lot more grumpy and stuff when I like just, when I don't do my usual routine, which is, I won't talk about it yet because I know you're going to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. But like, and that's where things that we're supposed to do. And that is my routine normally. But Brendan Burchard, for those of you who don't know him, he works in, he's in the self-help space. He also yeah. write, wrote a book about um, high, performance. high performance habits. So it's all he studied, not just from like mindset stuff, but he actually studied thousands and thousands, the largest high performance like study, research study that went on to see what are these habits of the top 15% of every person in that industry. So what was the top 15% of like yoga instructors? What did they do? What was the top 15% of like multi, multi-million dollar CEO Olympians companies? and everything, yeah. But all of them had one of the same things. And one of the major things was that they were not looking, they stay focused in their lane. They're not, and that's what I think about when you're like suddenly on social media, you're not in your lane anymore. Yeah. You're like open and 95% of the population does it. And it's very, you know, it's interesting. This is just on social media. This is just to add into like what you were talking about. This is not about morning routine, but this is just about social media. I was listening to uh, Russell Brunson's podcast the other day and he was talking about how Brandon Bouchard, when they were on, um, they were at a mastermind recently and they were talking about being a consumer or being a producer. And, you know, Brandon Bouchard was saying like, cause Russell's like, Oh, well I, you know, like, I don't have time to, or somebody at the mastermind was saying, I don't have time to be on social media. I don't have time to do this. And he's like, but if you're a producer, you're just on for a very short period of time. If you're a consumer, you're on for maybe eight hours a day or whatever, however long people are on for. And he's like, just, he's like, just become a producer of it. Or if you're going to be a consumer, I love this. He's like, if you are going to be a consumer, only be very strategic about who you're following and the intent of why you're following them. So don't just follow anybody. He's like, so specifically, like if you were someone who is, for example, building your own business, look, or like, say you want to do mindset stuff. Like you're just like, that's where you really like want to get focused on only follow people that inspire you on mindset, like a Brandon Bouchard or Tony Robbins or whoever it is. Um, and, or like Rachel Hollis, whatever it is, like you follow those people only and you study what it is that they are doing. Totally. You don't, you don't just follow other people like just randomly because that's how you get sucked in because he's like, he's like, I only follow maybe a hundred people. So within five minutes, I already see what they're doing. Yeah. And I only have to consume for a very short window in my day because that's the only window I need. Versus and it's also more for like hours. Well, I find most like, people too they end up doing it who are like Brendan Bouchard because he's one of the people that I follow, right? Because yeah. he's totally in line with like of course. the goals that I'm trying to achieve personally and professionally. But like I find most people who are super successful too, A, they don't, they're not really on social media period, which yeah. then that always brings up the question from a lot of people. They're like, well, but how could you be on, you know, you use social media as a chat, as a channel, but that's a perfect example that you just said, either you're a producer or a consumer. So yes, they're on social media to produce content, but most people, including us, we're not really on social media for like, I don't really check out what someone had for lunch. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not I'm like, Oh my God, like what is going on with every so often I will give myself cause I love like Vanderpump rules. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, we were talking about. <laughs> and it's like a totally mindless, like, 
you know, I just love the veg out of it. But like sometimes when I'm in a mode where I'm like just avoiding life for a moment, I'll be like on their Instagram being like, Oh, what, you know what I mean? Like what's going on with them? And it's like, but it's a specific like small group of people. I'm never just blanketing like, Oh, I want to look at all this like the search function on Instagram and you just like look at strangers portfolio. Yeah. Like I don't understand. I had never done that. I didn't even know that it really existed. Like I just like, I knew it existed, but I've never actually went on it because I'm not a consumer of social media. And I know even when people send me invites or anything like that through, I remember one of our friends, she sent, she's like, Oh yeah, I sent you the invite through Facebook. And I was like, yeah. uh, I think I, last time I was on my personal Facebook page was like September of like 2017. <laughs> like yeah. I literally have no idea. Like I'm never on it. So I'm like, Oh my gosh, I don't even know. I'm like, just email it to me or text it to me. Cause like I don't what? check social media in that way. Yeah. And it's the whole thing, I think, of keeping your space, really honoring your, your mental bandwidth and your mental space. And that's something over the last couple of years that we've talked a lot about because, and even in my own personal life, like I have a really started to weed out a lot of people. Like my circle is very small and it's pretty much been a lot of the same people for a really long period of time. But like, I don't let new people in and I'm not saying in a way of, I'm like, no, you can't come in, but I, I reserve my time and my space for certain people because it's very much like, I know how much I give when it comes to my relationships and when it comes to, you know what I mean? Like, and I can only give that so much to certain people and I want to be able to give those people a hundred percent. And I also am very wary about what people are bringing into my world. Right. Like, cause I'm like, totally if someone's a super negatron and it's like, or the other thing too, which Brandon Burchard was talking a lot about in this video, which I found super interesting because I believe this so much, it's the comparison. And that is because out of all people in the world, one of our biggest things that everyone deals with is the feeling of not feeling good enough. And when it comes to social media, that it triggers it so much in people because you're seeing people's highlight reel, right? Like you're seeing their perfect shots of their bodies and their perfect relationships and their perfect marriages and all these things that you're like, well, my marriage doesn't look like that. You're like, what the heck? Or like, oh my God, like she just, she didn't look like that last week. And now she looks like she has an eight pack. Like, and it starts to make you feel like you're not good enough. Mm -hmm. And I've always said to you, I think it's gonna be so fascinating. The research that's going to come out in the next 20 years over what social media has really done to us. Because it's not, it's not just, you know, the way it's changing, the way we live, the way we communicate, the way we feel about ourselves, but also it is so addictive. There's an actually like studies shown that the dopamine and like the feelings that are actually triggered when you are on social media, it's the same as doing certain types of drugs. It's the same as eating sugar and it makes you feel good. You know what I mean? Like it gives you that instant hit of like, whoa, like that made me feel good or that made me feel bad. It made me feel something. So then people are like, oh, I have to keep checking and checking and checking and checking. so weird yeah so sorry we went on like a social media rant a little bit but but it's so important guys and so that goes for like the top two don'ts in the morning if you can change this by simply putting your phone on airplane leave it yeah yeah put your phone on airplane mode or what you can do is i know that you find a night mode that way because in night on night mode for me, I only have it so that that way there, if there's like an emergency call that comes in, I have my parents and like my family on that. If I'm on night mode and they call, it'll still ring. They're the yeah. only people that it'll still ring through that way yeah. there. I'm not like worried. Cause I'm like a weirdo like that. I, I get worried about stuff like that. Well, yeah. And some people, I mean, ideally too, just for health reasons to not have a cell phone on near your head while you're sleeping is a very good thing, but yeah. like invest in an old school alarm clock or put the phone across the room. So if it did ring, 
you could still hear it, but it's not reachable from when you get up in the morning. Because really, if you're going to change this habit and you're someone who does this right away, it is going to take time. And it's like, it's like being an alcoholic, right? You wouldn't have a glass of vodka next to your bed. So yes. move it far away from you so you don't, but just even try it for a week. Try it and see how it changes your mood. Okay. Mm -hmm. Like, so that's two of the things not to do. So let's talk about something then. Oh, the last one. Actually, let's talk about the last one not to do. Oh, wait, can I add just one more thing? And I want to add like a little mini challenge in with the social media stuff and like the phone stuff. And this is just like, this is totally kind of off topic, but I just, I'd like to challenge everybody to this. I do this for myself and it's, it's an interesting challenge. Everywhere you go, you see people always on their phone, waiting in line at the bank, waiting in line at the grocery store, waiting for their food. If they're eating lunch alone or if they're eating lunch with friends, they're on their phones. Like you see it all the time, right? Or on the, on transit or whatever. I challenge you to see if you can just try to reduce that by something and then just start being more present in your moment. So I do this. Like I actually try not to like, I leave my phone at home a lot when I'm like going to do errands and things like that. So then as I'm waiting in line at a bank, I'm just waiting in line at the bank. I'm usually just like, you know, watching maybe like they have like the news on the TV or whatever, or like they have like, I try not to watch that though, but like, or just like just being present in the moment, you know what I mean? Just being aware of my surroundings or like if you're shopping, you're not like going on your phone or whatever, like you're just shopping. I think you're just doing your groceries and whatever. Yeah. Like it's just, it's just an interesting challenge to try to do because you see it. Like people are so crazy about their phones that they're like driving on their phones. You know, but it mean? will make you so much more. And that's why, you know, it just will make you so much more present in everything you're like, yeah. if your relationships suck, you know what I mean? But you're spending all your time on your phone when you're with your friends and your partner. Yeah. Like if you're, if you're working, if you feel like you don't have time to go to the gym, question yourself, how much time do I spend actually on social media, sitting on the couch? You know what I mean? Like, could I craft out? But I mean, this is not like that will translate throughout the whole day. Like this is specifically about your morning routine. Of course. Yeah, no, I just, let's say that's like a challenge. We'll say, okay, let's say it's like, we'll use the concept of an hour in the morning. Some people will be like, I don't have an hour. That's okay. You short it down to 30 minutes. But it's like anything in life, like you do have to create some routine that is shorter, but let's talk like, this is the way though, for you to then translate this stuff throughout the day. So then eventually once you stop social media in the morning, then you can start to pull more presence, you know what I mean? Like into the other moments in your life. Yeah. But the other, the third thing not to do, so do not check social media when you first get up, do not check your email, email even within the first hour in the morning. The third one is do not watch the news. Yeah. Now, this is something that a lot of people would be like, what? That's so ignorant. You're so, and you know, obviously everyone can have their opinions. This is my personal opinion. And also research has shown. And, uh, I, and I agree with it 100% as well. Yeah. I can't watch the news at all, even morning, noon or night. <laughs> and that's just it. And we have to remember too, that news is a one vision of, of what's going on in the world. So is it, is it even necessarily accurate? But also we've heard the saying, what bleeds leads, right? Like one of our, our camera guy who does our, um, our professional videos and things like that. He's also a camera guy for CP24, which is a, um, a television station in Toronto. It's like the local news. Like they're not putting stuff on the news about like someone helping someone else. Right. It's like, who was murdered? Who was raped? Who was cut up? Who, what's going on at court? What's it's always these things. Cause that's what people consume. And it ends up bringing in us a fear mongering negative, like very negative energy. 
And if you are going to consume the news, then do it later on in the day. Don't do it in that morning. Like think of that first hour in the morning, like you have a baby brain. Like you would like, you know what I mean? You've got to make sure that you're like, everything's like brand new and innocent. <laughs> yeah. And you're nurturing it. And you know, you do you want to start that day with a mask of like negativity or do you want to start it through the lens of like a child again of like wonder and excitement and you know, everything's beautiful. Like, so that's where watching the news, it can be very, very, very detrimental. And I know for me, you and I both, like I'm very much an empath and I feel things very deeply that are going on around me, whether it be vibes, whether it be energy mm-hmm. and space, whether it be people. And when, when I see that stuff, it affects me too much and I can't watch it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, we just had this conversation recently when we were away and I was saying how I was getting into this habit of watching in the mornings, I was watching those animal rescue videos from a organization that I support and they were always like these beautiful rescues in the end but the process of the rescue would just break my heart to the point where like I'm such a bleeding heart when it comes to animal rescue that I would be like sending them over all my money I was like going broke because I was like literally like here just let me pay for this entire surgery let me pay for this let me pay for that I like adopted bears in India like I've yeah like I literally because I'm such an empath and I, and it affects me in such a big way. And then, and I'd be like bawling and I'd be so sad all day. And then David was like, just stop watching them. So I had to actually unsubscribe completely from all of their stuff because I was, that's how I would start every morning was because every morning there'd be an email in there with a video and I'd watch it every day and I'd cry and I'd be so sad. But see, if you don't check your email now, you won't be watching them. But no, but I stopped watching them altogether. But in the mornings, yeah, like I had to stop watching because I was like, oh my gosh, it was just so sad. You know, (laughs) I still support them though, but I just support them without actually knowing what they're doing because I can't. (laughs) But anyway, but it's like, but yeah, like it's just like you've got to protect yourself from the things that you know affect you. And, you know, whether it's like the world news or whether it's something that you are like connected to that is affecting you and you know what I mean? Like just protect yourself from that. And I had to, and I had to take a step back and realize that those were the things that were bothering me. And so I couldn't get involved in it because it was, it was setting my day. My days were really sad. And the same thing at nighttime, I know we were talking about morning specifically, but same thing at nighttime guys. Um, I remember we were talking about this recently, Laura, you and I, that I was saying that for a while I was watching like those criminal mind shows yeah. at night. Because nighttime is like my only downtime, like to myself. It's usually around 11 p.m. Like right before I go to bed is like I have like this one hour that I just like either read or I listen to something or I do just lay in bed and do nothing <laughs> or I um, or I watch something on TV just to like zone out, like whatever I feel like doing that night. But I had this like one hour before I go to sleep, and I was getting into this habit where I was watching Criminal Minds, like on Ugh, like scary. watching it. Yeah, and I was having terrible nightmares, and I was depressed, and I felt angry, and I was like what the heck is wrong with me lately? And then I realized, I was like, oh my gosh, it's probably from that show. So I stopped watching it. I started watching just like RuPaul's Drag Race or like funny things, like things that make me really happy. And like my whole demeanor switched. So if you find that like you're watching that stuff before you go to bed, like pay attention to how you're waking up, pay attention to your sleep, pay attention to your behavior and your patterns that are happening because they'll be affecting your next day as well. But it's the, that's where, you know, I always say it's like going back to what Brendan Rochelle was saying about like, either then you're living someone else's life, you're living through someone else's emotions, they're making you feel this way. So yeah. it's very important. It's so important, guys. And we're gonna talk about now the three things to do yeah. in the morning that is going to set you up as your morning routine. Now, it doesn't matter what order you mm-hmm. do things in. Um, but you've got to figure out what works for you. But I'll give you the order that I do it in. 
So this has been my morning routine for the last while. Um, I kind of switched it up a little bit because before I used to do some stuff at the same time, like my, at the gym, I would do some things, but now, so this is what I do now. So number one, the first thing to do after you obviously brush your teeth and for me, I put on my coffee. Um, I start off as soon as I do that, I get a book or a podcast and I read for 10 minutes to 20 minutes. So the whole purpose of this is like, it's a book of like, it could be a book like high performance habits. It could be success habits. It could be a poem that you really like. It could be Maya Angelou. It could be, you know what I mean? Like something that inspires you and is positive and mm-hmm. sets your mindset up. It could be the Bible. If you're religious, it could be any of your religious books, whatever it is that is to put you in the mindset of positivity, of possibility, of something that is going, you're an area you're working on to move towards you. Because think about it this way, it's, it's got to be something that's going to expand you, whereas all the things we talked about not doing retract you. They make you feel yeah. tight and tense. This should feel something that relaxes you, opens you up, and you're, what you're doing is feeding that baby brain with all of this messaging of like positivity, which will transform your day. Mm-hmm. So that's the first thing I do. What do you do first? Um, the first thing, well, do you want to tell the three habits first? And then, cause I, the first thing that I do when I'm not in the weird state that I'm in right now, which I just, I'm just going to start getting back into it tomorrow. Like it's no big deal. Like it's no big deal for me. Cause it's a habit that I created previously. And then I just got into this bad habit in this past month, but I can get back into my old habits pretty quickly cause it's ingrained in me. Um, but my first thing that I like to do is meditate. Yeah. Meditation is my first thing that I like to do, um, setting my intention for the day, getting very clear. And also just, it allows for me to just, it's like a centering thing for me from an energetic perspective. It makes me feel very centered, very calm. And I, but I, yeah, like that's, that's totally my very first thing is like just to get into my heart, not in my head kind of thing. And just kind of feel like, okay, like, what is my intention for today? Like, this is going to be, and I always like, you know, before I start actually my meditation practice, I sit about, I sit and think about my intentions and I think about like what an amazing day it's going to be, how grateful I am for the things I have. I think about, um, you know, just what it is that I want to achieve and what I want to bring to the world. I like to think about that too. Like it, cause I always think like, you know, energetically what I want to bring to the world. Cause like if I go in, if I wake up every day and I'm like grumpy, then what I'm giving to the world is negative energy. And I want to like, yeah. I never want to do that. So I like focusing on that side of it first for me. Yeah. And that's where like, and for me, I do that kind of second. So reading or listening to podcasts, some people aren't readers. So like listening even to a podcast or yeah. something that's like audio, um, but then for me, the second thing I do is I don't meditate. Um, but in a sense, like for me, my movement is more moving meditation, I guess. But yeah. I just sit. I just sit with my eyes closed. So maybe this is my version of meditation. But I just sit for literally like five minutes. And I visualize. And same kind of thing. Like I visualize the things I want to create in my life. Yeah. Um, I, visual, I visualize my intention. And then also like things that I'm grateful for. So it kind of goes into the same thing. I do visualizations for like five minutes about what I'm creating, what I want to create, what I want out of my life, what I want to bring to the world. Um, And in a place though, too, where it's like, it's like almost like guys, like you're watching a movie in your head. Yeah. And I've, I've never had, it's weird. I've always had struggles with meditating, but I've never had struggles with visualizations, but I've always been a big daydreamer. Like my dreams are very vivid. My 
I can daydream very easily, like see things, smell things, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So for me, I'm always curious as how other people do it, but I just sit with my eyes closed. Um, sometimes I'll actually visualize while I'm like running. Then I'm in like my own zone. Just like more. Yeah. <laughs> but that's usually what I, I do 10 to 20 minutes of reading while I have my coffee. Then I do my visualization and then I exercise. So yeah. this is always like, so whatever those, those are the three things is, you know, and what you're really doing is you're setting your mind up and then you're setting your body up for success. Mm-hmm. And this is before you have turned on the television. This is before you have literally like checked your email, check social media, nothing. So what yeah. you've done now is brought all of this positivity. And also of course, getting your exercise in early on has so many health benefits, but also you're going to get the, the blood flowing the endorphins running. And I find doing that after I do my mindset work and some people do it the opposite because they find that after their body's open, their mind is more open. Yeah. I find after my mind is more open than my body's more open. Me too. I like doing my mind work first in my internal yeah. before I do my external. Like mine goes like basically like meditation, visualization. Then I go, I usually walk to the gym because my gym's not too far. And I listen to a podcast on the walk. I do my workouts and then I walk home and I finish the podcast. <laughs> that's kind yeah. of like, that's like usually like mine. So even though I'm moving while I'm listening to the podcast, I'm still like, I'm just walking. So I'm like much, I'm like engaged in what it is that I'm listening to. And that's, yeah. And that's what I do. I use it as like my learning space, you know, like yeah. it's almost like that's my learning time. It's like visualization and meditation is like my internal time. The podcast is usually like my learning time. And then the gym is like my work time, like my and- physical work. And, and my so, energetic work too. Yeah. And so like, you might be listening to this. I mean like, oh my gosh, like I do not have time to go to the gym in the morning. Like I have kids, I got to get them to the school bus. I got to do da, da, da. But the whole thing is though, is you don't need to go, like maybe you do do the gym later on in the day, but get some movement in the morning. And it yeah. could be just some stretches, like, you know, 10 minutes of stretching. You could do, if you have like, you know, do a workout video. You could, if you have a machine, if you just do jumping jacks and like, you know what I mean? There's so many different things that you can do just standing in your room that require no equipment to get that blood flowing and get the body. Yeah. It changes your, it changes your vibe so much guys. Totally. And like if you're someone who, I know for me, one of the things that I, sometimes if I don't get a chance to go to the gym, like this morning, I didn't go to the gym. Um, what I did instead was a bit of yoga in the morning. I know how to practice yoga because I'm a certified yoga teacher. But at the same time, I found this amazing site, um, on YouTube, literally a channel on YouTube called five parks yoga. And she is just like a really great teacher because she teaches all different levels, different options, just five minute, um, stretches. She has 10 minutes, she has 20 minutes, she has hour. So like literally she has options. So if you're someone who wants to just do like movement, like easy movement, yeah. hers is also not very traditional. It's much more like non-traditional yoga flows. And so like, I really liked it and I really connected to it because it was like just a way to kind of like just moving, like get the kinks out, you know, like, so that's what I do in the mornings. If I'm not going to the gym in the morning, if I'm just going to move just so that I still get that movement going and the blood flowing and the energy going in my body. Well, yeah. And this is where like a lot of the problems and I, and I see this a lot with our clients. One of the major things that women always say is I'm so overwhelmed. I'm so overwhelmed. I have so much to do. I feel like I don't even know. But when you take the time in the morning to, you're now setting up, like putting on your armor almost, you know, like you're putting on your armor that if these negative things come at you during the day, you're already emotionally ready to deal with them. Or if like something, you know what I mean? You have an argument or if, you know, even your intention, just your work in general will be coming from a better place. Yeah. And it will, even though at first it feels like work, it feels like a routine. You're like, what the heck? 
Because I mean, a lot of people, this, well, successful people, they make sure that this, this morning power hour or morning power 30 or whatever it is that you want to call it with these three things, um, it happens no matter what. And if that means they have to get up half yeah. an hour early or an hour early, you get up an hour early or half an hour early. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, because it's one of those things when people are always like, I don't have time. I literally can't. I can't listen to that statement. It makes me actually kind of crazy because it's not about having time. It's about making time. Like we all have the same amount of hours in a day. Every single person, whether you have 20 kids, whether you're Beyonce, whether you're Bill Gates, whether you're whatever, you all have the same amount of hours in a day. It's how you choose to spend that time. So if you start to replace the time you're on social media for the time that you read for 10 minutes, you know what I mean? Like you're not losing time. You're just shifting time. So like, so you're shifting priorities is what you're doing too. You're really just changing priorities. Like, you know, it's, it is like, that's the only reason why I can get my stuff done in the morning is because I get up before everybody. And then I make breakfast after I, after I do all this stuff, I come home and I make breakfast and I do my mom's stuff. Then I start working. Like that's the only way that I can do it because that's the only way that my time works. Completely. And also when you're in the morning, you tend to have the most energy to do these things anyway. So it's, it's really important to do them before you interact with, and not even saying with anyone else, like (laughs) obviously if you sleep in, in bed, like one other thing that I do every day, that's very important to me. I've always done this too, is I always connect with my husband. Like I always, when we were sleeping in the same bed, like one of us doesn't get up and go out in like out of the bed before like either hugging each other, kissing each other, saying something in the morning. Like it's never just, unless we've had a fight, that's when you know things are like, Oh, things are not good right now. Cause no matter what, that's like, we do that every morning. And that also is just important to me to be like, stay connected in that relationship. But he also leaves for work earlier than I do. So he goes to work. We say good, goodbye, hug, kiss. <laughs> and then I get up after he leaves and then I do my stuff by myself. Yeah. So it's not that saying that you have to be like, oh, you cannot speak to another human being or, you know, you've got to be <laughs> in this like total tunnel vision, but just make it a priority of like, okay, you know what? Like before you get into the whole full on stuff, try to take that time in advance because it's going to be so beneficial for you, for your family, for your business, for everything, for your health. If you start to put these things in place. So I challenge you guys to try it for a week. Yeah. Even if you don't have an hour, do 30 minutes. If you don't have 30 minutes, do 20 minutes. Just try to do that, those three things, whether it be meditate, um, movement, meditate and visualize or visualize. So if mm-hmm. you've never meditated in your life, you're like, I don't know, don't worry about getting an app. Don't worry about all this stuff. Just sit with your eyes closed and just think about what you want to create in your life. So maybe you're thinking about like, I want to build my business and I want to get 10 new clients. Think about those clients. Think about them calling you. Think about them, you know what I mean? Like email, getting that email from them. Uh, If you want a better relationship with your partner, think about you guys on a romantic trip together, kissing and hugging and whatever. Like, but just start to do that or meditation too. If you're somebody who already does it. Um, But literally as simple as just sitting there closing your eyes, then read or listen to a podcast. So I personally like reading because I find, again, it's in your own voice. It's not in somebody else's voice. You're not distracted by what's going on. If I listen to podcasts, I typically do it like you do at the gym or while I'm moving. So I'll do it, listen to it while I'm running, listen to it while I'm at the gym. I try to maximize my mind and my body work. And then thirdly is move. And it doesn't need to be necessarily going to the gym. I personally like to get my gym out of the way in the morning because then you feel better and it's done. 
too. You're not yeah. spending all day being like, oh crap, I go to the gym. So, um, <laughs> but even if it's just doing like five minutes of like yoga stretches or jumping jacks or arm circles, just get the blood flowing. Um, and try it for a week and see how you feel. Yeah. I promise you, you will be on your way to your, you're going to start to see things in your day improve and things in your week improve and everything will start to improve. Okay, guys. So that is our morning routines, the do's and the don'ts. Hopefully we'd love to hear from you guys. So let us know in the comments, if you do a morning routine, if you do what we've talked about, if you're trying it, or if there's something else that you do, we love hearing from you guys and also love learning new stuff. So if there's something you found that's super, super helpful for you, um, or super powerful in your life, let us know. We'd love to hear about it. And of course, make sure to go to check out fitchexacademy.com uh, for all of our upcoming certification programs. We have our fitness and nutrition expert program, as well as our holistic nutrition weight loss expert program starting in the fall, but we are opening registration very shortly. So um, you definitely want to jump in on that because they always fill up. Okay, guys. So have an amazing day and we will talk to you next week. Okay. Bye. bye. Thanks for listening to the Fit Chicks Chat Podcast. Want more healthy love? Visit www.fitchicks.com for amazing resources, free workouts, recipes, tips, and so much more to help you live your healthiest and fiercest life inside and out.